And uh, welcome back to Poet Up, the podcast where we talk about all things whiskey and have a good time while we're doing it. As always, I'm your host, Mike Alcall. Dev Mitchell. Tonight on the show, Blue Note. Part Blue. Part Blue. So, if you remember back to when we had Blue Note on the show, CEO Macaulay Williams joined us to talk about Blue Note and the brand and navigating the landscape and their barrel program and, you know, expanding to different states, getting started, what he did before. You know, the whole story there, right? And if you haven't listened to that, go check it out. It's an awesome interview. They're doing such cool stuff. But the interview was so gripping that we didn't have time to jump into the whiskey and talk about it. So enter part blue. And tonight on the show, we have a very special Blue Note lineup featuring, what do we have, Devin Mitchell? We have the Blue Note Juke Joint, the River Set Rye, which is also a Blue Note product, Yeah, the 9-year and the 10-year. The Blue Note Juke Joint, the River Set Rye, beautiful alliteration there. You know, why not? That's what I was going for. That's why I lined them up mm-hmm. in that order. I just wanted to see if you guys noticed. The 9-year and the Blue Note 10, which is a single barrel select, and that's RX The Cure. So that came out in, you know, the peak of the pandemic in 2020. Maybe the peak of the pandemic. I guess we're fixing to find out. And speaking of RX The Cure, we're going to get into this a little bit later, but they might be saying, Poe it up. It's the cure soon <laughs> for us Colorado markets. Yeah. Poet up the cure for your hangover because you drank too much Poet Up single barrel reserve blue note. There you go. Disclaimer, drinking whiskey and listening to Poet Up does not cure hangovers. Yeah, it's true. It doesn't, but it might fend them off for a little while. It reminds me of that old Archer quote where he's like, I can't stop drinking now because of fear that the cumulative hangover will kill me. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And other classic lines like all I've had today is a handful of gummy bears and some scotch. Well... (laughs) <laughs> we've had some pizza and now we're jumping into the whiskey so and since we're diving into that later we are warming up here with some dickel 13 year most tatered whiskey that i think i've ever even come across but we're doing that for a reason and that is because and they didn't say this so don't go back to them and tell them anything but we think that blue note is probably sourced from dickel but mm-hmm. it was told to us that there's an undisclosed source. So we're going to try out this Dickel that we've had for a while, and we're going to try to find some notes, and we're going to get this mystery solved. And then it's not solved, but it doesn't matter because Blue Note Whiskey is fantastic, and honestly, I really don't care where it comes from because you guys know that we think this is the hot nuts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we talked about that tenure, and it is just Awesome. So we're really excited to tell you about the rest of the lineup here. But we have to go back to that Dickel bottle and bond because, again, um, rumor has it that Blue Note comes from Dickel. And, you know, they have their own uh, distillery. It was a defunct vodka distillery in Memphis. And yeah, a little microclimate there where they age these whiskeys. And to tell you the truth, all the Blue Notes I've had taste completely different. So maybe we'll see if we can draw some, some parallel lines here between this Dickel bottle and bond and the Blue Note. 
But this Dickel Bottle and Bond, ultra-divisive whiskey, because it won Whiskey Advocates Whiskey of the Year in 2019. Yeah, I think it was 2019. 2019? We'll, we'll double-check that. Plus or minus, yeah. but minus maybe a year. I don't know. 2019. Because yeah. it, it won the award, and Rose and I jumped down to a bar. We were just visiting my parents out in San Diego, and we went to, I think it was just called Whiskey House. Or the whiskey, or something like that, right? Whiskey house, whiskey cool house, whiskey house. <laughs> Cheese it, cheese it. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, so she ordered the Dickel bottled and bond, and it was it was super cheap on the menu too. I think it was like twelve bucks, thirteen bucks for a pour. And I got the Bellmead cask strength because I've heard that's great. Another Tennessee whiskey there, and I think at the time we all liked the Bellmead more, so. Now the Dickel Bottle and Bond is coming up. You can see it and find it in stores, and it's just kind of sitting on the shelves for like 40 bucks. And a lot of controversy if it just, you know, deserved that Whiskey of the Year title. And I think for 2019, there was probably 10 to 20 other whiskeys I'd put for Whiskey of the Year before I chose that personally. And I love like Elijah Craig Barrel Proof, right? Some of those really easy to find, high performing whiskeys that are just great. And Dickel kind of fell flat for me, but I did write two reviews about this Dickel bottle and bond. And one of them, I, I was pretty disappointed with it when I tried it neat, but a little bit of ice in the glass opened it up significantly and uh, opened up a whole bunch of flavors. So now we're back revisiting the Dickel bottle and bond and it's a 13 year whiskey. So I'm going to dive into it, tell you a little bit about it here. So Devin, what do you want to tell the poet up fans down there about this Dickel bottle and bond? Well, I'll tell them about the nose. I'll tell them right now. I don't give, well, yeah, I'm not going to finish the rest of that. But here, sitting here on the nose, it's really tart to me, kind of sourish smelling. You get a lot of green grape, a lot of oak, mostly just those two things, a little bit of ethanol. What do you got, Mike? Okay. I'm sure you can, I'm sure you can beat that. Yeah, and I could see the green grape for sure, and I get kind of like that barnyard hay. It's kind of like we we saw that in uh, Booker's twenty twenty one Granny's batch, just kind of like hay smelling. I think some some rye shines through on the nose, and I just can't help but feel, and this is very unique to this expression that there's just kind of this like earthy rubbery scent. It just smells kind of rubbery to me. Yeah, I see what you're saying. Like. Not like a like a tire rubber, but like a rubber band rubber. Mm. Yeah, I think that's a good way to say it. If you guys yeah. remember rubber bands and office supplies and stuff like that. Yeah. You know, and if you're driving into the office today, then I hope Boat Up helps your commute. And if you're listening at home, hell, crack open some whiskey and enjoy with us. But got some, some rubber band-ish type of smell there. And I get some ethanol, and then there's like some there's some sugary notes there too on the nose. It's very unique. Never had quite like a, a rubbery sensation smell on the nose. So interesting, interesting nose there. And what's it taste like? On the palate, to me, it's it has like a like a surprise factor. Like I'll drink it, and all of a sudden it's just like really hot, and then it tones down really quick. It's kind of strange but i still get a lot of grape yeah i get the grape and then along with it too um 
some big red apple in there. And when it first hits the palate, it's kind of plummy, a little bit of raisin, some interesting notes. But I think it does have that surprise factor where it just like gets really hot really fast. This is that effervescent, fiery cinnamon, black pepper spice that explodes and goes away really quickly. But it's like a, it's an oppressive spice. It really takes over and it mutes all the other notes for a quick second. It's, it's hot. It's a much hotter in my opinion than I think the hundred proof should be on on the the palate and then it leaves some pretty delicious flavors on the back end a lot of like sugary sweetness just kind of sits there yeah do you get any pear from it i got some pear and some of that sugary sweetness you're just talking about after the heat kind of dies down i don't know i'll have to try it and see if that note is apparent or not you know you can pow it up (laughs) you pair it up yeah and i could i could see the pear I just took another sip and really looked for it, and it kind of tastes like those, almost like pear. They're like uh, like, uh, like peach rings, like candied pear. I don't know. I'm just getting like sugary sweetness hits with that pear note. It's pretty interesting. Like a like a pear hard candy that you have to be over 85 to purchase from the store? <laughs> like something like that? Yep. You got to show your AARP membership to buy those. Huh? <laughs> what? What? <laughs> What'd you say, Sonny? <laughs> Turn up that podcast. that's right (laughs) and then the finish is interesting too because like i said big sugary sweetness and then it leaves kind of just that like weird rubber band note again there it just sits right on the back of my palate it's such a strange note but i think it is like a very definitive note of this whiskey yeah would you say that you enlarged it and it came back to the same notes and size it's an elastic whiskey like an elastic band of some sort (laughs) (laughs) it should just come with the bottle with like 10 rubber bands wrapped bottled in band bottled in band (laughs) banded in bottles (laughs) (laughs) no we're having way too much fun here who lord and (laughs) i i mean look it i think when this came out and it won the award it was 36 bucks so from what I hear, uh, Whiskey Advocate ranks a lot of their whiskeys based on value. The price of the whiskey plays into how well they score that. So I think it just outclassed everything else in that price point. How does and that work, though? Do they tell them the price of what they're tasting? Because I thought it was blind tasting. When I become a Whiskey Advocate judge, I'll let you know. All right. <laughs> Two years. You heard it here. Mike will be back. <laughs> There you go. Whiskey tasting for whiskey advocates. See me in San Francisco, Chicago, New York, and uh, Washington, D.C. Hopefully we can convince them to come to Denver, too. Um, None of that is happening officially for the record, but we do like Whiskey Advocate. I I think it's enjoying to read their top 20 every year, and this was an interesting pick. And again, very divisive whiskey. I think it is more enjoyable than I remember the first time I had it, but again, a little bit of ice opened up tons of flavors, and I think... Combine that with adding flavors and lowering that kind of oppressive spice, and it could be a much more enjoyable whiskey. So if you see it for 40 bucks, I think it's worth a try. I think it's worth picking up, and you tell me, right? If you hate it, that's fine. If you love it, that's great, too. On that note, you know what I love, Mike? What do you do love? You? I love giving our fans bottles of whiskey. Oh, hell yeah, bro! And that's exactly what we're going to do here. With the Blue Note 9-year, we're going to find a bottle. We don't even have it yet. 
we're already saying that we're going to give you that, but we know where we can get it. It's not a problem. Correct. We have some great stores here in Colorado, and I guess from what we know, we're the most western state for Blue Note. So we're going to grab a bottle and share it with our fans, and this is a fantastic giveaway. Stay tuned in the episode because we're going to tell you all about it, but what do you want that code word to be for Blue Note nine year? I think that code word should be... It's Blue Note. Red. <laughs> wait, wait. Wait, what's the whiskey called again? Blue Note. I'm still going with red. Or any color that's not blue. How about that? This just reminds me of that stupid old joke that's... um. What's red and smells like blue paint? <laughs> I don't know. Red paint. It's <laughs> <laughs> the stupidest, worst joke. Um, there you yeah, go. so take note of this code word. Red. Red. <laughs> <laughs> look, if you send And that's going to double your entries, so you got to get that. Look, if you, if you hate the color red and you prefer blue, you can send that to me. Hell, you know what? You want to change it? it just it could be pick, a color? pick your favorite color. No, it's got to be red, right? Or blue? What do you want? Any color. The river set rye is red. Red river set rye. Is it red, or is it river set? Red river set rye rivals blue note juke joint. Say I'm, that five I'm not times fast. Say that. Code word, red. There you go. All right, we've just been informed that that segment was might have been confusing. Clear as mud. So, to sum up, the code word is a color, especially red. Oh, but speaking of clear as mud, like what if it was brown? Like what if you sent brown? Code brown. You know what I mean? I think a code brown is something else. It reminds <laughs> me of if you Saw the old school yeah. South Park episode, the brown note. Brown note, the not brown blue note. note. Brown note. That's something entirely different. And let's talk more about delicious whiskey instead. So let's jump into the lineup for tonight. Again, we have the Blue Note Juke Joint Whiskey, the Riverset Rye, the Blue Note 9, and the Tenure. But I think for continuity, we start with the Rye. And then we go into bourbons by age. See where I'm going with that? I see where you're going with that. Or one's red and the others are blue, you know? Contrasting colors. I think that's a great way to go. So let's start with the river set. Then we move into the juke joint, the nine-year and the ten-year. Keep it blue. There you go. You'll be blue in the face after you're done listening to this episode. (laughs) If you're not already. (laughs) Just for (laughs) listening to the code word. Here we go with the River Set Rye. Nothing left to do but pull it up. You got that schnozzle making marks all over the side of that glass. What do you get out of it, Mike? I'm just huffing away here, and it. this is a stupid thing to say, but it smells like a rye. Wow. <laughs> who who would have thunk it? That but is a good, accurate note. I get that rye with like some barnyard hay. Nice, like, sweet wheat smell. Anything else snapping back? What do you think? Is that a rubber band pun? <laughs> Absolutely. Come on. <laughs> you know a podcaster out here. Mm-hmm. And it does, it does smell like, it 
does smell like the rubber band. Not gonna lie, I get I get the rubber band smell on this, which I think again is something very unique. And this one I think is more subtle because I get more like sugary apple, some vanilla on the nose, maybe a little bit of caramel. And I think again there's there's more sweet craveable notes on the nose. It's not just office supplies up in your face with the rubber band. <laughs> yeah. You don't have your face in the office drawers you pull it out. It's like, you know, Rose gets mad at me and just shoots me in the eye with a rubber band from across the no- across the room and I'm like, hmm. "Oh yeah. There it is." Speaking <laughs> of which, those rubber band guns were dangerous. Like, why did we let kids play with those? Yeah, it was always paper you wasps. You shoot your eye out. There's always paper wasps back in my day. You'd fold a piece of paper up like 15 times and just twang it at your friends, leave a big old welt. Oh, man, I got a good one on that. We were shooting those outside once, and I missed my friend's face, which is probably pretty good because it went through his garage window and broke it. (laughs) And then we were, like, trying to lie to his mom. We're just like, oh, man, this car just drove down the street, and these guys ran out. They just started shooting stuff and throwing rocks. Must have broke the window. (laughs) (laughs) Now they're going to hear this story, and after all that time, Three months later, there's no way they're going to believe you. Nope. No way. <laughs> Absolutely no way. Well, Sorry to interject, but I just I just love that story. Yeah. Well, if you want to, I mean, as, that is a great, It's this podcast is about sharing stories and drinking whiskey. So if you want to interject and tell a story, that's great. And if you want to interject and tell us about what you're getting on that nose there too. Oh man, on this nose right here. Mm-hmm. Rose had a good note. Salted butter. Get that a lot. Rose the nose hag. There you oh, go. Oh, the nose. <laughs> the nose mini dabs. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get for having notes. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> no, but I do get a lot of that. But it's got a very kind of subtle cherry, real strong vanilla. It's got the rice spices, as Mike already told you about. Big surprise. Yeah. Um, welcoming rhinos. Yeah, rhinos. I don't have I don't have much to add other than those notes past what Mike already had. And let's enunciate that rye nose, not rhinos. This ain't a petting zoo. I mean, you wouldn't pet rhinos at a petting zoo. This ain't a safari. That's what I'm trying to say. There's there's a reason why I paused during all of this, and it's not because I couldn't think of anything to say. It's just because it wasn't worth it. Devin's just glaring at me across the room. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's let's jump into the palate here. Well, I get a lot of that rye, but there's an there's an orange kind of taste behind it, and I think that that mixes really well together with those rye spices and kind of tones it down a little bit. You know, we were talking about the dickle of like. Hey, you know, we're like we're just jokingly trying to figure out if is it we have we have absolutely no leads on that, but it's definitely not as sharp or anything as the dickle and so far I don't think so. I mean we got some of the uh nosings the same, but I don't know. We're gonna keep going. That's all I really got on the palette. I'm sure Mike's got some stuff to add. Yeah, absolutely. And on the palette, I think it for me, oscillates between two completely different drinking experiences. And 
the more subtle one that I'm getting is kind of like this wave of granular sugar that you can kind of taste on your tongue and the roof of your mouth. And it's very malty and vanilla and sweet and just super easy to drink at 93 proof. The second one that I feel is the defining flavor on this tastes like Jolly Ranchers. It really does to me. It tastes like liquid Jolly Ranchers, like apple, watermelon, Jolly Ranchers. And it's just such a delicious flavor. Yeah, I get the green apple Jolly Rancher that's coming up with there. Yeah, green apple Jolly Rancher, watermelon Jolly Rancher, just some wicked flavors on this. And that Jolly Rancher flavor is just it's just so good. It really is. And I think it's worth noting, too, I just keep drinking more and more of this and trying to find flavors. I get, like, just some bubblegum there. Get a resurgence in the bubblegum flavor. Yeah. Um, and just a note, too, the Jolly Rancher flavor, like watermelon Jolly Rancher, was only a flavor I've seen, I think, really once ever in uh, Eagle Rare Store Pick from Argonaut Liquors. And it's just such an enjoyable note. That's, like, the quick way to my whiskey heart is to have like a Jolly Rancher flavored whiskey. Mike, I'm going to let you finish, but that Jolly Rancher watermelon Eagle Rare store pick had to be whiskey of the year. (laughs) (laughs) Are people still making fun of Kanye? Is that still happening? I sure hope so. Give it a couple years. He'll screw up again. (laughs) Hey, he took, uh, you know, some percent of the vote in the election this year in Colorado. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. And uh, no, I mean, I've I told the story on the podcast. I was telling everybody about the Eagle or store pick because it was so good. And I I really love it on this Riverset Rye. So it's a great palette. Let's um let's jump in and talk about the finish on it. Yeah, right on to the finish. Mm. Woo. Speaking of Riverset Rye, I message their Instagram all the time. And they love rye puns. So feel free to hop on there and say, all right, all right, all right. Or... <laughs> Uh, a rise to the occasion. I don't know. Whatever you go, you know. Whatever you want to say. Whatever you got that's ripe for the picking. You know, just say the right thing. There you go. Okay. <laughs> okay. And let's talk. Let's talk finish on this. What are you getting there? I mean, I really enjoy the finish, but I just kind of get typical rye spices on it. And it's really enjoyable. It's a really easy drinker. I can see how you've cleared a lot of the bottle here looking at it. But mm-hmm. I don't know if I have anything too extravagant to add to that. And I don't know if that's a bad thing. What do you got, Mike? Yeah, I think short, sweet, juicy finish. Classic rye spice. Sticks to the pit of your mouth a little bit, the sides of your mouth. And maybe a little bit of like some cinnamon spice. A little bit, but it's, it's still pretty typical too. It know? doesn't explode or as oppressive like the Dickel was. It's it's super easy to drink, and you'll see that on a lot of whiskeys. But yeah, I mean, maybe like a just a little bit of orange, and I I think um a little bit more like a just kind of a sugary note. It's a sweet finish. It's not yeah. very astringent. It's not tannic. But yeah, that's that's what I get on it, and I don't know. It's just right for the proof. Wow, there you go. All right. <laughs> All right. All right. <laughs> uh, oh On Lord. to that famous poet up score. Or should I say scope? What do you got? Poet up scope. What are you giving the Riverset Rye Michael Outcult? I think it's super enjoyable. 
I think the price is right. I think the flavor is fantastic. I'll probably give this like a, I give it like an eight point five. Yeah, yeah. Give it, give it a, a big, a big Bravo score. I'm gonna jump in and say that I'm, and I don't know if anybody's been listening to the original episodes, but I think I don't have a rise scale anymore. You know what? why? You know why, Mike? Rise that? Because I've grown as a man. <laughs> and I've tried more whiskeys, and it doesn't bother me as much. And I know what to expect, and I know what I want in a rye, and there's no rye scale. You don't have to subtract two points anymore. I think you're like, drinking bad rye at that point. You know? I'm like and the Pinocchio Disney movie. You know? I'm a real boy. You cannot tell a rye. I'm a real boy now. <laughs> <laughs> and I cannot tell Rye. You cannot tell a Rye. Oh my goodness! Oh, it doesn't. Jeez, I'm so glad that's the only Rye in this lineup. Otherwise, <laughs> we would just lose so many listeners. Oh my god, it's too much. But moving on to my score, that is not hindered by the Rye scale ever again. I mean, isn't that just like monumental? Is this the whiskey that changed? This- that Ri- scale the river set rye it's not but on the cast it kind of is deleted Devin's rye scale but i'm gonna go with the same score i like that 8.5 and man it's just such an easy drinker and it's just not characteristic of what we found in the dickle 13 that we we're warming up with yeah at all it's very subtle and it's it's really dulled down from that and it's got much more enjoyable spices and flavors, and it's pretty solid. Yeah, eight point five. Yeah, I think final it's, answer. I think it's fantastic. Eight point five is a big Bravo score. So I, I mentioned the price is right on this too, and the price is twenty nine dollars, and the price is twenty nine dollars on the Juke Joint as well. So you have two fantastic offerings in the Riverset Rye and the Blue Note Juke Joint coming out from Blue Note Bourbon, and. We talked to Macaulay Williams, and he said these will stand up to anything in that price range. And I was skeptical; I really was. And now my bottles are almost gone. And I always say the proof's in the pudding, right? And these bottles are—if if your bottles are—you're drinking them, you're enjoying them. We use these two for everything, right? We drink them straight. We made cocktails. I don't think we like shot any or did any like like you know took well, shots we're not, or we're not in college anymore. did like bottle chugs or anything when's Big the last chugs. time you, like when's the last time you actually took a shot of just anything I took that a wasn't shot like a new year's party maybe. of I, we took a shot of what was it rum rum something rum chata that's such a girl's answer no, it wasn't rum chata it was Everclear and something else that our friend erica made and 151 rum. 151 rum. i don't know the lyrics i'm just gonna do this can we get tech nine on the show that would be great oh dude tech and nina i would buy tech and nina whiskey like you wouldn't <laughs> believe strange music whiskey baby Whew. it's got that snake and bat um but no our friend made this like rum something We'll text her. We'll find out what it is. And, uh, yeah, we sh- we took shots of that and drank a lot of Little Book. And that was a great way for our night to end quickly on Rose's birthday. But there you have it. Riverset Rye gets a big old bravo from us. So we'll move on here to the Blue Note joint. Joint, 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 We'll move on here to the Blue Note juke joint. That's right. This night's not ending. 
We got plenty more whiskey to drink. Stay tuned for more shenanigans right now on Poet Up. On Poet Up. All right, ladies and gentlemen, Juke Joint is in the Glen Karen. What do you want to tell us about this one, Mike? I'm sniffing. I'm huffing. And again, 29 bucks, popping up all over the place. It's got a cool little bottle. It's got the classic Blue Note Juke Joint whiskey guitar label on it, 93 proof. And I'm sniffing it. And you know what? Starting to see a common theme here. It's good. It's good, but it's got that rubber band smell. I swear. Oh, it's there. girl. Super unique. But on this, too, I get a lot more vanilla, brown sugar, caramel, classic bourbon notes and flavors that are popping up. And kind of with all these I'm seeing, there's this, this big, big sugary sweetness. It's almost just explosive. Um, really, really inviting, though. I like that a lot. So what are you getting over there on the nose? I think you nailed it. A lot of classic bourbon. Um. A lot of brown sugar, a lot of oak, a little bit of cherry. Um, I get like a faint kind of pineapple. I wouldn't say that's like really citrusy, but a little bit. Pineapple mixed in with that sweetness that you're talking about. But overall, yeah. just really pleasant on the nose considering you're at a $29 price point. I mean, come on. Sure. Sound just absolutely fantastic at that point. Yeah, a little bit of tropical fruit. Seeing now, that. hold on. Could change from palate to finish. We've already had it, so we know it doesn't. But, <laughs> <laughs> you know, stay tuned. Yep. So let's dive. There you go. I mean, the nose is really inviting, and let's just dive right into the palate. Right then. into the palate, baby. Right into the palate. Right into the palate. Take a something swimming pool full of liquor and you dive in. <laughs> yeah. Who sang that one? Kendrick Lamar? Kendrick Come Lamar. on, man. Thank you. Were you even a millennial? <laughs> Do you know anything about rap? I think, unfortunately, I will always be a millennial. <laughs> I don't think you get to on choose. Based my date of birth. Well, then you should know about Kendrick Lamar. That's your deal. Okay, boomer. Okay. <laughs> is that is that like not an insult anymore in today's society, though? Like, it was for a second, but now it's not. And it's like, I don't know. You can't, again, you can't change when you're born. So with that aside, Mike, what are you tasting on this palate? It is very malty. Is it palatable? It is palatable. Don't you burb, burb, <laughs> don't. It, it's so much harder with bourbon than it is with a rye. I wasn't even trying. I was just to asking. To make a bad General. bourbon pun. Anyway. It's so malty on the palate. A lot of vanilla, caramel, brown sugar. It's very oily. All that hits in the front. There's this nice stone fruit. A little bit of like that watermelon, watermelon apple sensation too. Yeah, I get that. Some of that coming over. Yeah, I do. Thanks to that Memphis microclimate, they are just making Jolly Rancher flavors on these whiskeys. And I don't think that was in the interview, <laughs> <laughs> but we're adding it in now. Here the we go. Memphis microclimate makes Jolly Rancher flavors. There you go. Say that. I'll pull it up only. On Poda, baby. <laughs> and it's really it's really very enjoyable. And it's got it's an oily mouthfeel. It turns lightly effervescent and brings up some nice cinnamon caramel spice, a bit of black pepper, a little bit of like Sichuan pepper. And yeah, that's what I'm getting. How about you, Devin? 
Yeah, I get a lot of those classic bourbon tastes to it. Um, it's spicier than probably typical bourbons. I wouldn't say... I Like, I don't get a lot of, like, the rye spices coming through as much. But, like, I get kind of, like, more of a cinnamon sticks and maybe, like, a nutmeg. Yeah, that's... I don't, I don't know how to say it. It's, like, it's like half of the typical rye spices. Yeah. So, interesting choice of words on spiciness right because it reminds me of like spanish days when i was learning spanish language because picante means spicy as in like it's hot and caliente means like it's hot as temperature hot and take it one step further i worked with a woman a long time ago at Vale resorts and she was from jamaica and when she said spicy she didn't mean hot she didn't mean like salsa hot or pepper hot or like capsaicin spicy she meant spicy as in the food contained a lot of different spices yeah so that nutmeg that cinnamon stick all those baking spices that are in there so i I can see exactly what you mean when you say that it's nothing of like indian spices right sure it's like not all of them are hot but there's just a lot of spices in different curries. So there you go. On the palate, pick your spices, but just not too many rye spices. Yeah, cabinet spice, what I got. not pepper spice, right? Hey, is that a whiskey? Cabinet spices? It's Yeah, it's like <laughs> the new stone fruit. It's got some cabinet spices. Like nothing too crazy, just, you know, what you might have in your cabinet. You know what? It's got a, a defining flavor of Lazy Susan Spice Rack. Like a like a Mrs. Dash's <laughs> not just not just make it so. And anyway, here, here we're going on to the finish because this is way too much. Hey. So we're on to the finish, and Mike is gonna lead this off. On the finish, I get again some good sugary sweetness, a little bit of raisin, maybe some smoke, like a tinge of like campfire smoke in there. Just like just a small bit, and um, a little bit of like cinnamon spice. It's pretty short in length; it fades pretty quickly. But it again, very juicy, not tannic, not astringent. It's super sweet, short. Let me let me rephrase it: very short and sweet. Yeah, yeah. I just get a ton of sweetness on it. Just kind of. Like a liquefied sugar mixed with brown sugar. It's just so sweet. That's what really stood out to me. So I'm glad you said all that. Yeah. But it is short and there is a little bit of oak there. But, you know, it's still on to those kind of really typical stuff. But I would say that compared to most bourbons, I would put it just higher on the sweetness and sugar end. Yeah, and that's saying something, too, because bourbons are supposed to be super sweet. So, the $29 question here. Scow it up. What are you going to pow it up at? Scow it up. Scow it up. Scow it up at? Let's go. I'm going to go with... I'm going to also do an 8.5. Okay, bravo. Um, I think the rye, the Riverset rye that they make is really good. At that 8.5, and this is very similar. This is a really good bourbon at that price level, and I think they're the same level. 
I think they're just equals depending on what you want in a whiskey. Yeah. Yeah. There you go. 8.5. I think that's a great score. And that said, I think I like the Riverside Ride just a little bit more. Oh. So with the Blue Note Juke Joint, I give it like a I give it 8.4. Okay. And I just like that like watermelon, green apple, Jolly Rancher flavor. A little more diverse. Yeah. Yeah. I'd agree with that. And it, it sounds like you've bourbonded with this <laughs> this juke joint whiskey. Well, I was, I was just uh, thinking, you know, if a uh, stand-up comedian Bill Burr made bonbons, he could just call them bourbons. But he wouldn't, because that wouldn't be funny. <laughs> 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 it's the only bourbon pun that I can possibly well, the, make right now. It's hard. Bourbon puns are much harder than rye puns. Sure We're just going to have to go along with that. But there you go. Back to the juke joint. 8.4 for me, 8.5 from Devin. Fantastic scores all around for a $29 whiskey. Does it punch way out of its weight class? I think so. Absolutely. It's a rhetorical question. So it's the, I mean, the bottle's almost gone, and Lord help us because we got two more to go through. Whew. On to that Blue Note nine year. Blue Note number nine. You know, they make this in Germany, right? I did not. Yeah, they but just call it the nine year. <laughs> All right, so we're drinking the nine-year. We're smelling it. We want to tell you all about it. And it's been aged for nine years. That's on the bottle. Uh-huh. Yeah. Also on the bottle, it's bottled at 93 proof, just like <laughs> our juke joint and our river set. We're seeing a common theme here with these 93 proofers. Nine years. What are you smelling there when you're sniffing around there, Mr. Devin? On the nose here, I get a much deeper charred oak than the other expressions that we've had. Okay. Nice, good brown sugar. That sweetness is still a common theme through all of it. There's no rubber band in, though. That's what I'm going to say. I don't, I don't see it. I think Devin nailed it. I'm getting all that. And uh, maybe just a little bit of just like some earthiness there. That's one thing that I meant to say. Yeah. I didn't say is it's you know I don't want to compare it to Tennessee whiskey because it's not labeled a Tennessee whiskey mm-hmm. but I got a little bit more earthiness on it that is common in you know Jack Daniels and other Tennessee whiskeys yeah not as much not as strong but it's there more than the other two expressions that we've tried so far on the podcast is it evident in other undisclosed sourced whiskeys too I don't know. You tell me. <laughs> you tell me. You tell me. Yeah, and it's a little bit earthy, but you get all those super sweet notes like we've seen on the other ones, and it's, again, very inviting notes. There's no ethanol burn. You just get some, some earthy, sweet, sugary notes. It's very, very interesting, and we'll move on to the palate, and we'll tell you a little bit more about that, too. Yeah, what do you think here on the palate, Mike? This is very interesting. And it has some unique flavors, but honestly, what I think is it feels like they took the Blue Note, and they took the River Set, and they just threw them together, and aged it for nine years, and mashed up some Flintstone vitamins, and threw them into the into the barrel with them. And it's still sweet. And it's super sweet, but it does have that distinct, like, I've heard this is char- like, uh, characteristic of undisclosed whiskey sources, to have that, like, Flintstones vitamin taste. 
And I get a lot of that here, but I love Flintstone vitamins, so I think it's like a super unique taste. It's not chalky, like eating an actual vitamin or like Tums, but you do get that kind of like interesting vitamin type taste. And then you get all of the uh, malty notes from the bourbon and those like sweet, like Jolly Rancher notes from the rye. And then you get extra oak that's added to it from just that extra aging. I think it's really, really interesting palate. How about you? Yeah, I love all of that. That sweetness is still there. And I'm just going to straight up say right now, if you want to fill the rest of my Glencairn with Flintstone vitamins, I'll drink the whole glass. It'd make for a crunchy podcast episode, but... I might die. I might choke. But, you know, you don't win if you don't put anything at risk. This episode brought to you by Thompson's Teeth. The only teeth <laughs> strong enough to eat other teeth. <laughs> That's right. Like Jaws from 007. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a, it's super, super interesting. And the palate, I think, is just this like um, amalgamation of the other expressions that we've already tried, even though I know that's not true. It's, it's a very unique drink. I get a little bit of... Well, all right, I'm already moving on to the finish. So we're moving on to the finish. I'll start at the finish. Yeah, finish it. I get him. all of that sweetness, all of that oak, all of that brown sugar, everything we're talking about, kind of that vitamin-y taste, and then like just a slight chocolate on the back end. Hmm. Nice. That's how I go out. That earthiness turns into kind of a subtle chocolate on the back, and that's what I'm left with. Just a little Hershey's kiss from Blue Note. Just a little kiss. Mm-hmm. That's all. Mm-hmm. That's all Devin ever wanted. I don't, I don't know what... That's going off of yeah, me either. I mean, I'm engaged, so. <laughs> <laughs> oh, what are you gonna pull it up at, Devin? Oh no. shit! I'm gonna pull this up at eight point seven because I think it's higher Ooh. than the other ones. Okay, okay. I don't know if it's like. I don't know if it's worthy of the nines range. But I think eight point seven is good, and I still at a good price point. We were talking what forty dollars, forty five. Honestly, I forget what I paid for it. Let's say forty five. Yeah, and it's it we so we googled it, and it's it's all over the boards. Anywhere forty seven to sixty seven dollars. I'm going with fifty two ninety nine. Let me get one dollar, Bob. <laughs> price is right, rules, baby. Fifty two ninety eight. See ya. Price isn't going to happen. Find it in 14 states at an undisclosed price. There you go. And uh, so you put it up at an 8.7. That's right. And for me, I'll give it it an 8.5 as well. Okay. Right in there. A great, a good Bravo score. But factoring in the price, right? Like you did like it more than the other, well, than the juke joint, I would say. I can't compare it to the rye. Because rye drinkers have their thing. Yeah, if I'm drinking a River Set versus a Blue Note versus a Blue Note 9, and you're just like, which one do you like the most and don't calculate price? I think the 9 takes a cake. Sure. But for $29, the River Set rye packs all that flavor that I love. I think that's been my favorite so far. Based on the value pick and kind of that holistic approach to how do we, we rate these whiskeys. But still, 8.5, fantastic score. And I think... With that, we're just straight on to the 10-year, but mm-hmm. we have a disclaimer. Yep. 
We're not going to rate the 10-year. Maybe we'll talk about No Spouse Finish. We'll do it. We're not going to rate it because you can tune into that on our Divisive Whiskey episode. Yeah. Maybe we don't even do Nose Palette Finish because oh, we've already man, done it Oh, man. Let's really leave them hanging. Yeah. Should we? I don't know. Let's just let's do something different here. Okay. What do you want to do? Because you know we love this. What? We gave it a nine? We something like that? love the tenure. I know it's going to win by a lot. I think we gave it a nine. And you know what? The tenure for us was the first one that we tried. It was the whole reason that we even contacted Blue Note and had Macaulay on in the first place. So you know it's going to win. But like, you know how this podcast goes. You know we got other episodes. Yeah. Check it out on the Divisive Whiskey episode. That's a good episode. Sure. And this is RX The Cure. And I think you had a different one too. If if I mile high, fifty two eighty mile high something mile I high. I do not remember because I am bad at remembering things. That's why I drink. Mile high spirit, mile high joy. It was it was from Argonaut. Yeah, something like that. It was it's awesome. I mean, we tried them kind of head to head at one point too, and they were just so good. And we gave it a great score. We dubbed it the Hot Nuts. The hot nuts on powered up. Like if you could liquefy the taste of Reese's peanut butter cups and Renaissance Fair sugar roasted nuts into a whiskey at 120 proof, that's what you get right there. So I don't know. Let's drink a little bit. Just tell me something you like about it. All right, sounds good. Yeah, There's, that's not going to be very hard to do. Yeah. Okay. We love it. Yeah. Well, we're fixing to find out. Oh, yeah. All right, so we powed it up. We we powed it up. Tell me something you like about this. All the things that you just brought up, I already liked about it. I loved that kind of chocolate, peanut butter-ish taste to it that's in the background. And I think I wrote this in the review that we put on the pot or put on the website, but... You know, it's exactly what I actually wanted Screwball to be, but in like a legitimate whiskey. Hmm, I love that. And that is so good. And it's just that peanut butter offset with all of those traditional bourbon tastes, the sweetness, the oak. It's just fantastic how it brings a lot together. And I can't think of another whiskey to really compare it to if I'm looking for that profile. I just can't. Hmm. Yeah. Interesting. Imagine if Screwball was good. There you have it. Because it's not. Spoiler <laughs> alert. Why don't you get yourself some Blue Note 10-year cast strength and, you know, leave that Screwball on the shelf. How about that? Look, Screwball is great if you pour a little bit on top of some ice cream. You put it in your coffee. I love that. It adds great flavors. But straight up, it's too sugary. It's you know what turned me sweet. off on Screwball? You unscrewed the cap and there was just like crusted. Yeah, when I couldn't sugar. unscrew the cap on the bottle and we had to run it under water, hot water, to be able to get the cap off. Yeah. There's called, your sign. Called your fiance over. There's your sign. I was called with your fiance. Over. Yeah, that's right. Hey, get the torque wrench. The screwball's stuck again. You know you're a redneck when. <laughs> <laughs> Insert. Who? Who oh, I'm sorry. You might be you a redneck. You might be if. a redneck if. Who thought we'd be doing Jeff Foxworthy jokes on the podcast here? <laughs> I love Jeff Foxworthy, so. 
So, yep, that's what I love about it. What do you love about it, Mike? I love a good segue right into the conversation. (laughs) (laughs) What I love about this is when barrel picks drop, you can find these sitting on the shelf. For $64.99, $59.99, something right in that price range. But if you get a Weller store pick, special reserve, I mean special reserve, a $23 bottle of weeded whiskey, People will go and club each other to death. Black Friday, line up for eight hours to grab a bottle, and it's absolute insanity to get a whiskey that's okay at best. It's a baby seal fest. Sorry. (laughs) Don't take them clubbing. (laughs) (laughs) And, I mean, okay, look, I like Weller Special Reserve a lot at 23 bucks. I'm not going to pay an absurd price for it. I'm not going to stand in line for it. Blue Note 10-year barrel picks were just sitting on the shelf, and maybe nobody knew anything about them. Maybe they heard it was sourced from an undisclosed location. Which we still haven't determined and will not determine. We've heard rumors, but we can't determine. And it's unbelievably good. And it, it, it just it's so great to find a whiskey that's readily available that's just going to be there. And you know what it's going to cost? You don't have to wait in line. You can just go buy a great bottle of whiskey. And now with the $29 juke joint, the $29 river set, you get the nine-year for $52.99 is what was said. An undisclosed price. Average you can find it price. somewhere there. Like we Googled it and we, we couldn't find anything solid there, but the 10-year is just so unbelievably freaking good. And what might it say? RX the Cure, Mile High, Playoff Beard. Those were the ones that came there. Hell, who knows? Maybe in mid-May, it might say Poet Up Whiskey Podcast on it. If you're in Colorado. It's in the the works. We're still working out the details. Could be pretty Mm -hmm. exciting. But we've been officially, formally, infishially. That can't be a word. Infishially. Are you you trying to say officially and invited at the same time? We've been officially, po-officially. Po-officially invited. Invited. To buy a barrel of Blue Note whiskey. So stay tuned for the details because we could not be more excited for something like that. Something that we've talked up on the Divisive Whiskey episode, mm-hmm. this episode, yep. the interview that we had in the Cully and Blue Blue Note Distillery. Like, absolutely, we are just beside ourselves. Yeah, and we are passionate about the whiskey. We really enjoy the brand, and we're going to get a barrel. So stay tuned because all that's happening soon. There's just going to be a bottle of Blue Note 10. I don't Blue Note 10. We don't we don't know. We, the we age don't know what it necessarily. is. Not it's yet. We don't something. know the details. But it's going to say Powered Up Whiskey Podcast right there on the bottle, and we could not be more excited about that. So that is coming to a Colorado store near you soon. Thank you so much to all the fans again for joining in and, and talking about Blue Note. They are a brand that is exploding on the rocket ship diamond hands straight to the moon. If you're listening to this episode, <laughs> I think GameStop right now, if you want a time frame, is at like 50, 50. bucks a share. So, but Blue Note, Blue Note is at like I don't know, it could be it could be $1000 a share. You can't you can't put a price on that type it's of deliciousness. It could go to the moon. 
could go to the moon. It will, especially when we get that poet up whiskey podcast pick because that might that might bring it back down to earth i don't know (laughs) (laughs) i'm just you know what y'all gotta try it and you tell us if you want a taste of that delicious that we put on the shelves from our taste then Mm -hmm. get in get up in it and if you want to win a bottle of nine year what's the code word again there Devin? that code word is i don't know we talk about it a lot but i think we're going with some red waters there. That was a the code word is rack. red, and I don't care what Mike says after this. We're sticking with red. All right, cool. Send me a code word on. But if you Instagram. do send us something different, <laughs> we don't we don't care. Just just send us something in your head. I don't I don't care at this point. It reminds me of Celebrity Jeopardy, where it's like Alex Trebek is just fed up with Burt Reynolds and uh, Sean Connery. He's like, your favorite color. Just send me a color. <laughs> That's, That's right. Final Jeopardy. The SNL skit. The old <laughs> SNL skit, Celebrity Jeopardy. And you know what? Send me uh, blue. You know what? Team Red versus blue. And are you Team Devin or are you Team Mike? What you, what you guys got? I'm, I'm Team Sign Off. I'm done with this. <laughs> I'm, I'm out of it completely. All right. Send a color. Win a bottle of Blue Note. That sounds like a sweet deal to me. Where the, where where are the fans gonna find Poet Up if they're interested? You can find us at the Poet Up website, P O I T U P dot com. Masterfully done. Where else can they find us, Mike? They find us on Facebook and Instagram at Poet Up Official. P O I T U P Official. Listen to us on the website. Look mm-hmm. at reviews. Mm-hmm. We got I think about hundred and twenty reviews now. We are reviewing as fast as we can. Hell yeah, brother. We're writing those reviews. You can find us on Patreon. Patreon.com slash poet up. I think that's about it for now. Maybe on shelves near you coming soon. Put up whiskey podcast. Whiskey single barrel slacks coming out. That's all I got. I'm I'm signing off. This is straight up Dev Mitchell signing off. Yep. Mike Alcott signing off. I guess that's why they call it the blues. blues. Until then, keep drinking tasty whiskeys. Remember, the best whiskeys are shared with friends. And we'll see you next time.